Hello everyone, uh, welcome to the podcast, and in this podcast I will be reading the prologue of Warriors the New Prophecy. Who is that? This is the prologue. Night lay upon the forest. There was no moon, but stars of silver fell, shed their frosty glitter over the trees. At the bottom of a rocky hollow, a pool reflected the starshine. The air was heavy with the scents of late night. Wind sighed softly through the trees and ruffled the quiet surface of the pool. At the top of the hollow, the thrones of the bracken parted to reveal a cat. Her little shape fur glimmered as she stepped delicately from rock to rock, down to the water's edge. Sitting on a flat stone that jutted out over the pool, she raised her head to look around, as if at a signal, more cats began to appear, slipping into the hollow from every direction. They padded down to sit as close to the water as they could, until the lower slopes were filled with leaf shapes gazing down at the pool. The cat who had appeared first rose to her paws, a new prophecy is come, she out. A doom that will change everything has been foretold in the stars. On the opposite side of the pool, another cat bowed his tall, blackened forehead. I've seen this too. There will be doubt and a great challenge. Here darkness, air, water, and sky will come together and shake the forest to its roots, the first cat went on. Nothing will be as it is now, nor as it has been before. A great storm is coming, now another voice, and the word storm was taken up, repeated and passed around the circle until it seemed from the rumbled ranks of the of watching cats. As the rumor died away, a lean cat with glossy black coat Spoke from the near, near the water's edge. Can nothing change what is about to happen? Not even the courage and spirit of the greatest warrior? The doom will come, the blue gray cat replied. But if the queens mean it like the warriors, they may survive. Lifting her head, she let her luminous gaze travel across the hollow. We have all seen what must befall the forest, she meowed. And now you must know what. Now you know what must be done. Four cats must be chosen to hold the fate of their clans in their paws. Are you ready to make your choices before all of Starcrane? As she finished speaking, the surface of the pool shivered, though there was no wind to disturb it. Rain was still again. The bracken colored tongue rose to his paws, starlight turning the fellow's broad shoulders to silver. I will begin, the only He glanced sideways to me at the gaze of a light-colored tabby with a twisted jaw. Crooked star, do I have your permission to speak for River Claim? The tabby bows his head in the green, and the first cat on. And I invite you all to see and approve my choice. He stared down into the water, as motionless as the rocks around him. A pale gray blur appeared on the surface of the pool. And all the cats came forward to see it more clearly. That one, uh, the gray gray cat, staring at the shape in the water, 
Are you sure, Blue Cat? The tip of the dragon color turns to flips back and forth. I thought that choice would, choice would please you, Blue Star. You will have a result in this time. Do you, do you not think she is well mounted? She is excellently mounted. Blue Star's neck there rose as if he had said something to challenge her. Then lay flat. Is the rest of Star Queen blue? she asked. A moment of fascinate rose from the watching cats, and the pale grey shape burned and vanished from the water, leaving it clear and empty again. Now the black cat stood up and padded to the very edge of the pool. Here is my choice, he announced. See and approve it. This time the shape in the pool was a tortoise shell and wing, with strong, well-muscled shoulders. Blue Star gazed down at the image for some moments before knowing. She has strength and courage, she agreed. But Night Star, does she have loyalty, called another cat. The black cat's head whipped around and his claws dug into the ground in front of him. Are you calling her disloyal? If I do, there's nothing for it. The answer was shot back. She's not born in shadow time, would she? Then that would make her a good choice. If the clans cannot work together now, they will all be destroyed. Maybe it will take cats who are poor and two clans to understand what has to be done. She paused for a moment, but no other objections were forthcoming. The staff had approved. There was some hesitation, but it was not long before soft nails of agreement came from all the assembled cats. The surface of the pool rippled briefly when it stilled again the tortoise shell shape was gone. Another black cat got up and approached the water's edge, limping on one stubby twisted paw. My turn, I think, he asked, seeing approved my choice. Grey black shape around in the pool was hard to see against the reflection of the night sky. The cats peered at it for some time before in one spot. What? The black and colored cat exclaimed at last. That's an apprentice. I noticed. Thank you, Oak Heart. The black told me I'd dry. Deadfoot, you can't send an apprentice into danger such as this. Another cat pulled from the back of the crane. Apprentice he may be, Deadfoot retorted, but he has courage and skill to match many worries. One day he might make a fine leader of Wolfgang. One day is not now, Blue Star pointed out, and the qualities of a leader are not necessarily those that the clans need to save them now. Do you wish to make another choice? Deadfoot's tail lashed furiously and his neck fur bristled as he glared at Blue Star. This is my choice, he insisted. Do you or any other cat dare to say he is not worthy? What do you say? The gaze went around in a circle. The staff will approve, remembering that every clan will be lost if one of our chosen cats will should weaken or fail. Instead of a murmur of approval, the cats muttered out at each other in small groups, casting uneasy glances at the shape of the pool and the cat beside it. Deadfoot stared back with his fury in his eyes, his fur fluffed up so that he looked twice his size. He's obviously ready to take on any cat who challenged him. At length, at length, the muttering died away, and Blue Star asked once again, 
Does the queen approve? The accent from came. But it was low and reluctant. And a few cats did not speak at all. Deadfoot let out an ill-tempered growl as he turned and went back to his place. When the water was clear again, I can't move. You have not moved, not yet made your choice for Thunderbolt, Lisa. No, but I am ready now, she, she replied. See and approve of my choice. She goes down proudly as a dark, tabby shape formed in the depths of the pond. Oakheart stared at her and stretched his jaws wide in a soundless meal of laughter. That one? Brewster, you never cease to surprise me. Why? Brewster's tone showed she was nettled. He's a noble young cat, fit for the challenges this prophecy will bring. Oakheart's ears twitched. Did I say he was not? Brewster held his gaze, not looking at the other cats as she demanded. Does the clan approve? When the agreement came, strong and certain, she gave Oakheart a contemptuous flick of her tail and looked away. Cast of Starcom, she mourned, raising her voice. Your choices have been made. Soon the journey must begin to meet the terrible storm that will release in the forest. Go to your clans and make sure each cat is ready. She paused, and her eyes blazed with a fierce silver light. We can choose a warrior to save each clan, but beyond that, we cannot help them. May the spirits of our warrior ancestors go with these cats, wherever the stars may lead them. That's the end of the prologue. Thank you for listening in to this podcast, and hope you enjoyed reading the first chapter. Peace.